I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, episode number four, What You Make Money Mean About You. Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. Hello, everyone. It's so good to be with you today. And I really am fascinated by this subject that we're going to speak on, which is what do we make money mean about you? And I would even go further to say not only what you make it mean about you, but what you make it mean about others as well. And one of my many goals in creating this podcast is to bring awareness to the stigma around money and make it less of that taboo subject and really open up the conversations around money. You know, I remember being taught from a very early age that it was rude to ask how much someone made or to discuss money or to bring up that topic. It would make others feel uncomfortable and it was I was told it was not polite to ask about money. And so I took on the belief that money is not to be talked about or discussed, that somehow because it made people feel uncomfortable that it was bad And I should really avoid the conversation around money and around finance, you know, because I wanted to be a polite person, right? And I didn't want to make anyone else feel uncomfortable. But it started to form that belief that money was somehow negative. That's why I wanted to avoid it at all costs. However, as I grew up and started to navigate the world in high school and in college, I realized I needed to know more about money and how to apply money in my life. I needed to stop avoiding the conversation fully around money because now I needed it and I needed to utilize it. Up until that point, I'd been given advice by my parents, got some education here and there, but mainly a lot of it was from my own experiences. It was very much trial and an error for me, you know, to gain my knowledge around money. I had to go through certain experiences with money to see, oh, maybe that's not how I want to use my money or, oh, that was a good idea. I should do more of that with my money that yields a great return. (laughs) I like the outcome of that. Then the next layer of that, when my husband and I got married, that money conversation was a whole new level (laughs) that I wasn't even prepared for. Because now you have two people in the mix in this relationship with their own beliefs and their own habits with money that you're now trying to blend together and work cohesively How do we think and believe about money? How do we want to utilize it? And if you don't have conversations around money, if you find that there's a stigma, it's really hard to know who to go to and who to talk to. And especially if you and your spouse didn't really have those money conversations, it's kind of a whole new realm of figuring out what do we do with money? How do we work this out? And a lot of times what I have found in speaking with others and with clients is that it's a trial and error process where they just try to figure things out, but it can be kind of a bumpy journey. You know, but as my husband and I have learned over the years, and we've had some unique experiences in the professional field of finance, my husband was an advisor, and I am, of course, a licensed professional, but we've had the opportunity to be around many different people who have many different mindsets and beliefs around money. The funny thing is, you being in the financial industry, you talk about money a lot every single day, which was a huge change for me because I'd grown up thinking, well, no, you don't talk about money. It's bad. It makes people feel uncomfortable. 
It's not polite. We don't talk about money. But now you're in an industry where that is a requirement every single day. And that was something in my own journey I had to really get used to and figure out for myself. And part of that journey was surrounding myself by colleagues and friends and entrepreneurs and business individuals who had new mindsets and new beliefs around money that I wasn't familiar with. I really needed to ask myself, what was I making money mean with those beliefs around money? And what is that? What am I making it mean about me and about others? And it it took me a while, but I was able to shed my own stigma with money and what I made it mean. Now, I wouldn't say I'm perfection at it yet. There's still ways to go to keep honing my beliefs around money and growing my mindset with money. But this journey has made such a difference in my life. And I feel like this is so important to share with you. And for those you know, because I feel like if we don't share what we learn about money and our own experiences with money, we can't help others navigate their own journey with money. It was just kind of like me growing up going, well, I guess I could try this and see if it works. Wouldn't it be such a better journey if we had those talking about money, sharing their experiences to help us navigate and really open up that conversation? And I think there's power in sharing our, not only our successes, but our failures with money as well as what we have learned along the way. It really opened up my eyes and was a bit shocking to me when I would start to hear women talk about money. And it hasn't been a ton (laughs) up to this point, but I remember a mentor of mine talking about how much money she made. I was like, what? We can do that? Is that okay? Is that polite? (laughs) Are we supposed to do that? Is that good? Is that bad? It made me question a lot of things. Didn't seem to generate this negative thought process. It seemed to be very encouraging. And then I would see others be so grateful that she would talk about money, that she had talked about how much she loves money. And that's another belief too. I was like, wait a minute, can we love money and not be evil? <laughs> it, it was just such an eye-opening experience for me to be like, oh, there is others out there that can talk about money and it's okay. How freeing it was for me to hear that, that someone can talk about money and it is okay. And so kind of getting more into this topic of what are we making money mean, Back to some previous podcasts, when we talked about money beliefs and money mindset, those play a critical role in what you make money mean about you and about others. Just in my own experience, we're thinking, well, money's bad and we don't talk about it because it makes it uncomfortable and it's not polite. We start to translate that and what we make money mean about us, if we have money or we don't have money, and what we make it mean about others, if they have money or they don't have money. And I think part of that culture and the reason why we don't talk about money is because we don't want to worry about what we think about it. (laughs) If we don't know what someone makes, then we don't have to worry about our own feelings and judgments about that. We could just worry about our own judgments of ourselves, which once again is another conversation (laughs) for another day. But it's so interesting to see that those money beliefs may translate into judgment of ourselves or with others. And there's a lot of different things we pick up along the way from other money mindsets and beliefs that we can start to take on as our own. Back to my example again, if I thought money was bad and not polite, if I had money, if I started acquiring more money, do I make that mean that I'm bad and I'm not polite? 
because I have money and money is bad. Or what if I don't have money? Does that mean I am polite? Does that mean I am good now because I don't, I've not associated myself with money to our beliefs about those around us? For instance, if those you know don't have money, does that make them better? Does that make them good? Does that make them more polite people? Now, on the opposite side, if someone has a lot of money, does that somehow make them not good and not polite? One of the phrases that I have heard um, over the years is the term filthy rich. When I was younger, I was like, yeah, they must be doing terrible things with their money. And filthy means it's dirty and either they become filthy because they have money or maybe the money is actually filthy or that they're doing filthy things with their money. Because I heard that terminology. So I thought, oh, being rich is a bad thing. It's not good. It's not good because I don't want to be filthy. And it's so interesting. Why would we choose that term filthy to describe rich? So interesting. That's just one of the beliefs that can be picked up along the way. And I think what's so interesting is if you have associated with those that have brought in wealth and we may deem the term rich, that they are very at least the ones I have associated myself with, they are very good people and very giving and very loving. And that kind of rocked my world as well because I had grown up with this belief of, you know, filthy rich or money's bad. And then all of a sudden I meet those who do amazing things with their money and give back in generous ways. And I thought that's something I need to check for myself in my own belief system. Maybe my belief wasn't as accurate as I thought it was. You know, you just really want to ask yourself, what kind of experience do you want to have? Does the beliefs that you have, does it serve you and get you to your goals? Does it help you create the culture and life that you want? Just being surrounded, even just changing my environment, changing my surroundings of who I associated with, getting to understand different viewpoints and different mindsets was such a blessing for me because then it just helped me get a more well-rounded perspective on money and what it could mean. Something else that I think is really key here is this belief uh, that money is the root of all evil. This is another one that I've heard very frequently growing up. It comes from more of a religious um, ideology and because it's from scripture. It's, it's an often quoted scripture in the Bible. And, you know, one that kind of comes up a lot of time in conversations around money. The scripture just for reference is in First Timothy. It's chapter six, verse 10. And it says, for the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. And yet our translation a lot of times is money is the root of all evil. And just in that scripture alone, I'll just touch on it briefly, but it says for the love of money is the root of all evil. And what that can translate for us is what do we make that mean about us? What do we make it mean about others? And it's the same thing with my example. If we have money, do we associate ourselves with being evil? If we don't have money, are we then good and holy and not evil? And same thing for those that we know and love and even those that we hear about in in the world at large. Are they better because they don't have money? Are they evil because they do? And the reason why I want to bring this topic up and kind of shed some light on it is I think it's so important for you to take a look at those beliefs and do they help you on your journey moving forward? 
we take that last example of money is the root of all evil and you may this would be a, the logic I would use well I'm like I don't want to be evil so I must avoid money in my life I want to avoid it at all costs what is that going to do for me in my life probably not going to be abundant with money I'm going to only have to deal with money when it's absolutely necessary and what does that mean for others too Am I able to then do what I want and help others with money if I think it's evil, if I don't want to associate with it? So it's such a fascinating thing. And then what we can make it mean about others. Do we want to associate ourselves with people that have money because of our beliefs? Do we tend to associate those that don't have any money because it helps us feel our beliefs better? Really what the end result of it is, is creating what you want with your money. Those beliefs and what you're making it mean about you creating what you want in your life. And I really want you to take a look at that and decide, do you want to keep those beliefs? And once again, these beliefs aren't necessarily good or bad. (laughs) You can choose anything you want to believe about money. What you need to ask yourself is what does it mean about you? And is that helpful to you moving forward? And take a look at, and I think just to try on what another belief about money might mean, or even to look at what you make money mean and what you want it to mean. One thing that has been a really great uh, exercise for me is to really look at money as a tool. You know, if we put money on the table in front of us, let's say it was a stack of $100 bills. What does that mean? What do we make it mean? Does it mean that it's good? Does it mean that it's bad? I just look at it as, let's just use it interchangeably. What if I put a hammer on the table? Is it good? Is it bad? It's just an object. Now how we utilize it could be used, I guess, for things classified as good and bad. We could use a hammer to maybe hurt somebody, which would probably not be the best way you want to use a hammer. But you can also use that hammer to build a house which is something that is a huge blessing for not only the workers who are making the house, but the person that gets to live in it. It's the same thing with money. Money is just an object and a tool. What you make it mean about you and those around you make all the difference. So if you make money mean abundance, being able to give back, something to help others, it can be utilized in your life for something very good. If you make money mean that it's terrible and that if you have it, you're terrible. And if others have it, it's terrible. It may not serve you so well in your life. So take the time to think about what you make money mean about you and if it's something that you want to keep. And here's the thing is you still have the option to choose anything you want to believe about money. You get to still decide, but I do encourage to get some different mindsets and viewpoints on money just so you can formulate the viewpoint that's going to serve you best. Even thinking about the mindsets of those I know and love, they all had wonderful, amazing intentions for me. They wanted the best in my life and they were giving me the advice that was given them because that's how they've learned and that's what they've utilized over the years. And so I love that they gave me their advice and their beliefs, but it's also been a huge benefit to me to go seek out the advice and beliefs of others and really decide for myself, what do I want to believe and what do I want to create? I think that's the same with you and your families is decide on what is going to help you have the belief that you want to help you move forward with the goals and dreams that you have. 
it's not going to be an overnight process. I don't know. For some of you, it is. And if it is, that's amazing. I, I think that's incredible. For me, it was not an overnight process. It was a process I had to work through that I had to really consider my beliefs. I I would seek for evidence of all these different things. And I really would have to do some mind work to figure out, okay, this is what I have believed. These are other beliefs that are being offered to me. What do then I choose to believe? What do I want to believe about money? What do I want to believe about me with or without money regardless? What do I want to believe about others with or without money regardless? And it's a really freeing experience to not have that judgment with money. And I think it's just a a very easy thing to make judgments about because we as a society have put value on money and what it could mean as far as getting goods and services. But then we've also transferred that stigma to people and what it means about us and about others. So I encourage you to find what you want to believe about money and what you want to believe about you regardless of money. Whether you're abundant with money or scarce with money, you get to decide anything you want to believe and that's going to serve you more on your journey. I hope you have an amazing day today and we will talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me today. Please let me know if you have any questions or ideas of things you want to learn about in upcoming podcast episodes. You can reach me by email at amberpetersoncoaching at gmail.com. And if you find this podcast to be beneficial and is supporting you in your goals, please leave a review. That way others can find this podcast as well. I appreciate you and look forward to taking this journey together.